God bless you. May God smile upon you. We do greet you tonight in the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We praise God for each and every one of you that have tuned in to be with us tonight. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into our lesson on tonight. Oh God, tonight we love you. We thank you for your grace, your mercy. We thank you for all that you've done and what you're going to do. God, you have blessed us. God, this is another week. This is a Friday. God, a Friday. You have blessed us and we thank you, God, for taking us through this week. And we bless your name. We praise you, God. And whatever the enemy tried to do, God, you stepped in right on time. And I thank you tonight. I thank you for victory through Jesus Christ, our Savior. And we glorify your name. God, tonight, your word is already blessed. But bless me to deliver your word to your people. And God will, you'll get the glory and all the honor and praise. Satan, tonight, we rebuke you now. You're under our feet. In the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority over you now. And you're under our feet. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The God May God bless you and God smile upon you. My brothers and sisters, we're going to continue with um, a lesson that we started earlier this week. And uh, we weren't able to finish it, so we're going to continue with that. If you was with us through, uh, um, in that service or that class, um, this is a continuation. Um, Joel 2 and 28. When you go to the book of Joel um, 2 and 28. Very familiar, familiar scripture. Um, and it sounds and it reads like this. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Um, that's the scripture we want. And um, I want you now to go to the book of Genesis chapter 37. And you get to Genesis chapter 37. We're going to continue in our study. Um, tonight, I want to again deal with when dreamers are hated. When dreamers are hated. And that's what we want to talk about on tonight. For your study scriptures, I want you to look at um, 37, chapter 37, and um, of the book of uh, Genesis. And we have not only chapter 37, but we have um, also chapter 40. And I think I want to pick up, actually, um, let's go down to chapter 39. Let's turn, get your Bibles, go over chapter 39. Um, familiar scriptures, but there's so many um, things that we want to bring out about uh, that portion of scripture. Um, Joseph, again, 17 years of age, and the hand of God was upon him. And there's so many different things that Joseph went through. And if there's anything that really stands out where it would be a um, in a negative form, it would be that Joseph really didn't have, have tact um, to what he was doing and the way that God was using him he wasn't he wasn't so tactful into that and so um we know that jealousy had set in it's a mixed family from four different wives um his brothers his family that he had um and they all lived they all lived together and his father had given him favor. We won't go over entirely everything we covered last time, but just some bullet points. One thing that stands out that we know about 
Joseph, um, the tunic that he wore. And it was the coat of many colors. And what stood out so from the other tunics that was worn is this garment. The sleeves was long and it came down about to his wrists. And then the length of it went, it was full length of his body. That right there represented authority. And now did his father know? Well, his father had to know something because the Bible says and history shows that he favored Joseph because he had him in the lateness of his years of life. And just from that open observation on how his father treated him brought division um, automatically with the rest of his sibling. And you'll find that in chapter, chapter 36, you'll find it. Joseph's um, was hated by his brothers and they hated him the more because of these, the dreams that he were having. And, and then when he brought it to the one dream to his father, his father rebuked him, but his dad knew that there was something going on with Joseph, but he had to balance it out because of the other siblings. But the Bible says, chapter 37, verse 4, you'll find it again. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably. So this goes on and it goes on. Now, the hand of God was upon him. My brothers and sisters, when the hand of God is, is upon you, when God has placed certain abilities upon you and God is using you in a very unique way, with everything in you, there must be a side and a part of you that will embrace, grasp, and hold on to humility and humbleness. For we're living in a day and time in society that men and women like power. They like authority. They like to be understood as some great or great one. And you have to be careful because the enemy, if you're not careful, the thing that God has given you, the enemy can try to set you up to make you fall in the thing that should be a blessing to um, the faith family and God will get the glory. So, you have to be very careful with an anointing, your anointing. You got to be very careful with favor. Amen. When God gives you favor. Now, none of these, now what Joseph was about to go through, and there's a plethora of situations that he's that he was about to go through. And so it was so powerful, amen, that the hand of God was already upon him. That, that takes us a little further. When we look at, if you, if you go with me to um, chapter 39, chapter 39. Now, in chapter, the later part of chapter um, 38, but let me, let me jump. Let me fast forward to chapter 39. You have your Bible, go to chapter 39. Now, Joseph is already um, sold into captivity, all right? He's already sold in captivity because one brother said, let's kill him. And let me, let me put a pin in that one. His father tells Joseph, Joseph, I want you to go and check out your brother's and the cattle to make sure that everything is well and is going well. Because my brothers and sisters, anything could have happened. They could have ran across 
um, some uh, some type of tribe or or back then they had um, gangs of tribes and whatnot. They would come and they would uh, take the cattle. They would kill the people. So his father wanted to make sure that his brothers was fine and the cattle were fine and all is well. He sends Joseph down there. Now remember, there was already animosity towards him. They see his brother coming from a distance. They notice the coat of many colors. They know that his brother and their, the, their hatred towards him had kindled to the place now that they thought of killing him because of favor. And tonight, again, when dreamers are hated, it comes because my brothers and sisters to that point, I'm going to put a pin there. People can hate you and despise you for or for the things that God has placed in you, not just for yourself, but for the bigger picture. And his brothers didn't know God had a plan that um, it was not unveiled to anyone the plan that God had because there were some things that were about to take place. And my brothers and sisters, God has always prepared for us a way out, a way to escape. So God had a master plan that Joseph's father and the brothers didn't know anything about. God was using this young man at the age of 17 years old. When we find um, Joseph and in the situation, he's now, they didn't kill him, but the conversation was, let's drop him in the pit. Don't kill our brother. Let's just put him in a pit and or put him in a well. And then when that was agreed to, the well was empty, no water. The well was empty. But then somebody had a bright idea because there was um, a host of a tribe that was traveling to Egypt. And the conversation comes up about selling Joseph. And that's what they end up doing. I'm kind of cutting to the chase here. Selling Joseph. Joseph now is sold. Joseph is sold. Amen. And um, they had to do a cover-up. They had to go back and at least they got his brother's coat. They killed an animal and they dipped the robe in blood. They had to find some kind of way to convince their father that his child now has been killed. So they dipped his blood, his robe into the blood. Now, my brothers and sisters, the enemy always has a way to try to cover up. And a cover up that the devil, actually, case in point, you, you recall the scripture that says what the devil meant for evil? God would turn that thing around for the good, huh? And so when you look at that, this is exactly what is going to happen. Let's, let's, let, let's look at the scripture text here. Stay, stay with me. Um, go to chapter 37, verse 22. Then we have to get to uh, chapter 39. You find it, and Reuben said unto them, shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, don't lay your hand on him, don't, don't kill him, that we might rid, get rid of him and no blood will be on their hand. So this happens, this, this happens. 
and they strip his, they take the coat off, they put him in there. Now, Judah told his brethren, don't slay his brother, but we have to conceal his blood. He gets to that. Chapter 38. When you get to chapter 38, it brings a backdrop, amen, and it brings another turn in the picture. All of this builds up. Chapter 39, Joseph was brought down to Egypt. And Potiphar, an official of Pharaoh, the captain guard, bought him. I said earlier, and I, and I shared sometimes, my brothers and sisters, the way to the things that we need to get to by God, sometimes you will discover things in the pit. Things in the pit can allow you to get to the palace. Huh? The pit, you know, do you remember when David made the statement, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. The enemy does not know your future, but he does recognize the power of God in your life and on your life. He, he can't know the future. God knows your future. But the enemy recognizes power and authority that God has placed upon you. Huh? So Joseph is taken down uh, by the Ishmaelites, traitors. And he was purchased there. Potiphar was a captain of the guard. Uh-huh. For the Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. But the Bible repeatedly says that the Lord was with Joseph. And everything, praise God, everything that Joseph put his hand to do, every position that he was given, every task that he was given to do, God's hand was upon him. My brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. When God has his hand on you, there's not a devil or demon hell can strip you out of the hand of God. Somebody put a praise on it right now. Oh, my God. Nobody, nobody can do that. Now, something is interesting in our studies. Joseph did not ask. Now, watch me. Joseph, I've never found in any scripture that Joseph asked for anything. He didn't ask for none of this. But he was able to move in it. See, some, some things you, you know, and some things you don't have to brag about. It's a common fact. But I know the Bible said that you can boast in the Lord. So if you make your boast in the Lord, God gets the glory. But when you boast in yourself, God doesn't get the glory and it's all about you. So that's why everything we do, when you know that God is using you, my brothers and sisters, you need to praise God and thank God every day for what God is doing in your life. Because if you leave an opening for self to get into, praise God, you soon will find yourself in um, big trouble. So Joseph is sold now, but God was with him. Quickly, I'm, I'm, let, let me fast forward. Go, go with me to chapter 40. Something interesting. Turn over to chapter 40. And I want you to go to look at verse 4. Chapter 40 and verse 4. Do you have it? Chapter 40 and verse 4. Four. The captain of the guard assigned, um, well, there's sometimes that there was the cup bearer, and, and you Bible studies, studiers know this portion of scripture. The cup bearer and the baker 
of the king of Egypt. They offended their master, which, which would be the king of, of uh, Egypt. Pharaoh was angry with the two officials. He was angry with the chief cupbearer and the chief baker. And history says that he puts them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard. In the same, the same prison where Joseph was confined. Put a pin in that. You may think that you're confined or put in the prison. But do you not know that God has an assignment for you even though you may feel like you're confined? Huh? Listen, oh, my brothers and sisters, do you not know that there is no idleness in God? God has a purpose for everything that we do in our lives. God has a purpose in our lives. When you become a God chaser, well, praise God, when you become a God chaser, when you have, are sold out to God, everything you do is planned by God. There's no idleness, huh? You, this is something that, that you may want to uh, attach yourself to. Every day I ask God, Lord, let me accomplish something for the kingdom in this day. I say within myself, I don't want a day go by without me not accomplishing something for kingdom work. Meaning, I don't want to be idle in anything I do because the world and everything that's going on, everything is moving so fluid, going so fast. And do you not know, when the Lord shows up, I want to be where the Lord will show up at. How about you? Somebody put a praise on it. Wherever the Lord is, I want to be a part of it. How about you? Well, praise God. So now he's in there. The cupbearer and the baker are in the same prison where Joseph was confined. Now, remember, help me say a favor. Now, you know that, amen, God has given this young man favor. So the captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph. 40 chapter and verse 4. Wait a minute. They were assigned to Joseph? Wasn't Joseph sold into slavery? But now, help me say from Jump Street. From Jump Street, God has still made him the head. Well, come on, put a praise on it. Well, praise God, hallelujah. He's still in charge. Back up a little bit. Back, back up. Chapter 36, chapter 37, chapter 38. He's hated by his own family. <clears throat> He's in a dysfunctional family, <clears throat> but God has still gave him favor. Wait a minute. In other words, let, let me dumb it down for you. You can be in a jacked up situation, in a jacked up society, and God will still give you favor. You ought to praise God about that. Yes. <clears throat> well, the Bible says, the Bible says that he was assigned to Joseph. Now, the captain of the guard recognizes that there's something in this man. He has something there. There's something about him. If you notice, every twist and turn of Joseph's life, God always put him in the head. God always gave him favor. Every place that Joseph was, Whatever he did, he always had favor. Joseph was bounced from one situation to another. False accused. And we'll, we'll, we'll get to that part. Bounced around from one place to another, but yet God gave him favor. Huh? And he didn't ask for none of this, but God gave him favor. Do you not know it comes to mind, and, and I'm hearing the Bible talk to me, the Bible said, I'll never, Jesus said, I'll never leave you. And I'll never forsake you. 
I will be with you even until the end of the world. And do you not know that some things that we are going through or have been through, we may feel this is the end. This is the big one, huh? Nothing will come out of this. But praise God, but when you, amen, and God is using you, this situation, God used him, amen, in dreams and gave him favor. God was yet with him. You know, history says, and after they had been in custody for some time, each of the two men, the cupbearer and the baker of the king, who were being held in prison, watch me again, they had a dream. Right? Now, quickly, we're going to find some dreamers here. If we go back, Joseph's a dreamer. He gets thrown in jail. He's been sold into slavery, not by his own choice, being hated. He's in prison and given favor of two men that made the king mad, and he just happens to be in the company, watch me now, of some dreamers. Now, here we got three dreamers. We got some more dreamers here. Help me say, here comes some more dreamers. The cupbearer and the baker of the king. Now, each, the Bible says each of them had a dream the same night. And each of their dreams had its own meaning. So it says, when Joseph came to them the next morning, <clears throat> he saw that they were upset. They, they were upset. They were bewildered. They, 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 they did not know what the dreams were, what was going on. Uh -huh. So he asked Pharaoh's officials who were in custody with him in his master's house, he listened, well, what's, what's wrong with you? Why are you, why, why are you looking so down, so depressed? And the response comes out that eighth verse. It says, we both had dreams, but there's no one to interpret the dream. My brothers and sisters, the most aggravating, the most hard felt thing is to have God moving in your life and you don't understand. When you don't understand what God's doing. Now, let me help you out. God can use you in some areas, but you don't know what God is doing. Some things is designed for that purpose. Do you think that every time that God shows you, gives you a dream or shows you something that you're going to understand it? Anybody that has that, I don't got some problem with that one. Some things God will, God will, you know what? Let me put a pin there. If we're not together in, in that place where God can use us, God will keep that thing, hold it together until you get it together. Sometimes that you have to get it together. See, and then we blame God like, God, you don't, you're not hearing me. God is hearing you, but you ain't got it together. There, there, there are some things that you have to take care of yourself. Huh? There are some things that you got to handle. And the thing that you must handle is you. See, the, the biggest problem, first, watch me now. God doesn't want anybody to take his glory. And when you, and when there's, there's, there's more eyes in the picture than God, then we got a problem. That's why when, if God is using you, that's the time in your life, like never before, you need to be so prayerful. You need to be praying all the time. If you never prayed, this is the time to pray. You should have always been praying, but when God is using you, why? Because the enemy will take the time that you have idleness. He'll take that time and construct some things that you can't handle. And you wonder, how did I get here? Where was God at? Huh? They ask, listen here. 
We have some dreams, but there's nobody here to interpret the dream. If you look at, where's my reader at? Give me uh, that eighth chapter in that 40th verse. Eight verse. That 40th verse, and give me that eighth verse in the 40th chapter. And they said unto him, we have dreamed a dream, uh -huh. and there is no interpreter of it. Yes. And Joseph said unto them. Watch. Now watch this. This is B. Joseph's response is this. Do not interpretations belong to God? Interpretations belong to God. Highlight that. Highlight that. Interpretations belong to God. Wait, wait a minute. If you notice, in Joseph's life, he's not concocting these things up. God is using him. See, when there's, when, if there's a prophecy or, or, and, and, or, or a dream, and the dream needs to be interpreted, it has to come from God. So what are we? We're just the vessel, vessel. being used. So what happens if the vessel is not ready to receive? There is no word. Huh? And some, this is where some get off, praise God, and tries to speak for God. And my brothers and sisters, that's the worst thing that anybody can do. No man can speak for God. Joseph said it. Do not interpretations belong to God? So, so watch it. Give me verse 9, please. And the chief butler told his dream to Joseph uh -huh. and said to him, in my dream, behold, a vine was before me. No, no, that's good. You, you can read that later. Let's, let's, let's cut to the chase. Um, go, go down to verse, uh, give me verse 14 out of, well, give me verse, yeah, give me verse 14 out of that 40th chapter. But think on me when it shall be well with thee and show kindness, I pray thee, unto me. And make mention of me unto Pharaoh and bring me out of this house. Verse 14. Do you not know? Now watch me now. Joseph just speaks a prophetic word over his life. He speaks in verse 14 over his life. Read that again. What does he say? But think on me. When it shall be well with thee, and sure kindness, I pray thee unto me, and make mention of me unto Pharaoh, and bring me out of this house. Joseph just spoke over his life. What? He's letting them know, and he's reassuring himself. Just lay your hand on yourself and say, self, I won't be in this predicament too much longer. If there's a condition that you're in, praise God, there may be a place that seems like it's void right now. You're not hearing from heaven. There's not a word coming nigh to you. It doesn't come in your hearing. You can't speak it from your mouth. But God already has you covered. My brother and sister, God is always up to something. The Bible says he never slumbers and he never sleeps, right? Joseph said, when you are delivered, tell Pharaoh, remember me. And let Pharaoh, because I'm about to get out of this thing. He spoke a word. Didn't he speak a word? I love it. Go Stay in that, stay in that same, jump that verse down to 16, please, in that fourth chapter. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said unto Joseph, I also was in my dream. Stop, stop, stop. Now, here we go. Here we have now the baker. The baker saw, the Bible said in verse 16, he, he did what? When the baker saw that Joseph had given the first dream such a positive interpretation, mm -hmm. he said, oh, it's my turn now. Uh oh, Listen, 
I done got excited. Yes. Now, what's in it for me? Oh, yes. Now, watch it. Read what it says. And he said unto Joseph, uh -huh. I also was in my dream. I was in my dream, yes. And behold, I had three white baskets on my head. Uh-huh. And in the up, uppermost basket, there was of all manner of baked meats for uh -huh. Pharaoh. Uh -huh. And the birds did eat them out of the basket upon my head. Uh -huh. And Joseph answered and said, this is the interpretation thereof. Yes. The three baskets are three days. Uh -huh. Yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up thy head from off thee and shall hang thee on a tree. And the birds shall eat their flesh from off thee. In three days, you'll get your head cut off. Uh oh, well, here we go. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, we got one that he's going to be blessed. He, he's going to return. He's going to go back into the status that he had, and he's going to be fine. But here we have the chief baker. He's going to get his head cut off. Now, when, listen, Dreamers, when dreamers are hated. Do you remember when, praise God, Prophet Micaiah and the boat with Ahab? Ahab's mad because, you know, he wanted to do and go into war and, and um, the 400 prophets said, yeah, go on the war. You're going to win. You know, they were in demonstration of how powerful the war is going to be, how you're going to be victorious. But he said, the prophet, God's prophet, said, listen here, don't, don't, no. Is there somebody else? My spirit is, is not settled. Yeah, there's Micaiah, but I don't like him. Because Micaiah has never told me anything good. Help me say that you, you have to accept no. And praise God for no. That, I keep saying that's that's a hard that's a hard thing to do. Now this man got excited because of the the, the positive uh, dream and what he said. But now his dream, you gonna die, huh? Now I want you to go run run over to chapter forty one. Chapter forty one. Now, here we go again. Give me verse in 41. Can you bring up verse, um, verse 1? Now, two years have passed. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yep. Joseph is what? Still in prison. in prison. But he's still in prison with what? Favor. Mm -hmm. You know what? I wonder what would be better, to be in prison and have favor or to be outside the prison with no favor. I wonder what's more favorable. Huh? <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm going to serve notes on you tonight. Wherever that the Lord is, that's where you want to be. Huh? Find yourself. Help me say, I have to find myself. Come on, talk to yourself. Say, I have to find myself in the will of God. Now, my brothers and sisters, in God's will, it may be a hard thing to choose. In the will of God, it may be a hard thing to uh, maneuver in. But you, still, you just have to stay there and wait on God because God gave you a promise. Didn't Jesus say, I'll never leave you? Come on, somebody talk back to me. Isn't that what he said? Now, Joseph goes back. Remember, I said he spoke of his life, didn't he? He says, now, when you, when you get to the place, remember me, right? So, now, two years later, he's still in prison, right? Now, give me chapter 41 and verse 1. And it came to pass at the end of two ye four years that Pharaoh dreamed. Pharaoh and dreamed? And behold, he stood by the river. Now, this is powerful. We, we understand, and, and, and we look at Moses. Moses, Egypt, and the Nile, correct? Let, let's, let's look at this. Here we have a pharaoh, right? 
a pharaoh is dreaming, and what comes up again? He dreamed a dream that he was standing by the Nile River. Read. And Verse behold, uh -huh. and behold, there came up out of the river seven well-favored kin, uh -huh. and fat fleshed, and they fed in a meadow. He 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 saw some seven fat cows. Mm -hmm. They was gazing, you know, amongst the reeds there. And then after that, he saw some ugly cows that came up out of the Nile and stood beside on the riverbank. And the cows that were ugly ate up the seven sleek fat cows. When Pharaoh had that, he wakes up, right? Give me verse five. And he slept and dreamed the second time. Now he goes back into a sleep and he dreams again. Help me say it, the dreamers are here again. The dreamers are here. Now if you notice, we have, how many dreamers, dreamers have we had so far? We got four dreamers, right? Read. This is verse five. So, uh, and he slept and dreamed the second time, and behold, he falls asleep. He dreamed the second time, uh huh. And behold, seven ears of corn. Now here's seven ears of corn came up upon one stalk. Seven healthy ears. They're good ears. They were they were growing on a single stalk, uh huh. Rank and good. Yes. And behold, seven thin ears and blasted with the east and wind. After them, seven other heads of grain sprouted. They were scorched by the by the east wind, and and uh, they 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 were they were just bad. And verse seven said that the thin or the bad ones ate up the what the food healthy ones. Yeah. Now after the Pharaoh dreams it again, he wakes up. Give me verse eight. And it came to pass in the morning uh -huh. that his spirit was troubled. Spirit is troubled now. My brothers and sisters, when dreamers are hated, the point in the lesson tonight, and it didn't have to really deal with the dreams, but I like the dreamers because the prophecy that the Lord gave us from the prophet Joel, in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit and there's going to be some dreamers. Now, the question are, where are the dreamers at? Huh? In the last hour, put up my spirit upon all flesh. Sons of dogs will prophesy. Where's the prophecies at? Where's the dreamers at? Now, didn't we not see that the interpretation of dreams come from who? God gives interpretation. If God gives interpretation that where are the dreamers? Now, put a pin in that one. Sometimes we dream, and we dream not because it's spiritual. We dream because we ate the bad food at the wrong time. Huh? One. Number two, we'll dream because you know, how can you speak in tongues? You, you fool the Holy Ghost, you speak in tongues, God is moving, and you're watching, I'm, I'm kind of outdated now, Freddy Krueger and, and, and all of that demonic stuff. Now, how in the world can you be saved? And then you got these creatures and stuff through Hollywood that are speaking in an unknown tongue. That's, a, that, that's another lesson. They're speaking in a voice or a tongue that you don't know. And it's demonic. And you have opened yourself up. Now, watch me now. You have opened up yourself to all of these things, and now you're trying to sleep. So where can you, how can you divide? Eating cabbage and potatoes at 11 o'clock at night or watching all them crazy movies and you're supposed to be saved. Uh-oh, here we go. See, the enemy will mess with you. Now, if all of that gets mixed up in there, the only one can sift that out is God. Now, God can override all of that, but that's why 
as born again, as saints, when the hand of God is upon you, you cannot be in the midst of everybody and everything. You can't watch everything. Oh, come on, talk back to me. Huh? If you're going to be with God, be with God. And watch God open up. Watch God move in your life. Huh? Let me go a little further. Um, he's troubled now. Now look at verse 8. Are you with me? Chapter 41. Mm -hmm. verse, I have skipped so much, but I did it because it's so long. There's a lot of meat that I'm trying to, you know, give you tonight. Read. It says, and it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled, and he sent and called for all the musicians. His spirit is troubled. Okay. Now, if you notice, nowhere in scripture says that they were saved. The baker. Who else? The cupbearer? Yes. The none, none of them. Nothing about their loving God. God fearing. The hand of God is on them. But they're dreaming. Right? Right. Read. And he sent and called for all the musicians of Egypt and all the wise men thereof. Now, remember, these are sorcerers. They're um, witch witchcraft, voodoo, mm -hmm. the socialists, right? right. The astrologers, right? right? He's calling for those of the dark mystic art because he needs to find out what these dreams are. Help me say dreams are things. Dreams are things. See, when the saints dream, churches benefit. Saints benefit. But when there's a dream, there is an interpreter. Because God gave you the dream don't mean that you can interpret it. You can dream here, but it takes somebody else over there to interpret what you dream. Don't you think it's a one-stop shop? Uh-oh, here we go. So you got some people that, you ever seen them? I don't know what they call them, but they're men, but they got symbols in their hands and on their knees. They got drumsticks in their hand. They got a little horn out of their mouth, you know, and they make all the noise at one time, you know. It's like what you call a one-man band. Right. Huh? Right. There's no one man or woman band in God. Right. Why? The Bible says one plant, one water, God gives an increase. Is that right? Not because you can dream. It doesn't mean that you have interpretation. But here we are. Now call for all of those. I'm troubled in my mind. I'm troubled. Mm -hmm. Yes. Call. Read. And all the wise men thereof, and uh -huh. Pharaoh told them his dream. Yes. But there was none that could interpret it to no. interpret them unto Pharaoh. Nobody. Now listen, the devil cannot unveil what God has. Uh-uh. Did y'all hear me? The reason why they couldn't do it, because it was God given. Anything from God to Satan don't have the key to. Lay your hand on yourself. Say, when I sell out to God, Satan doesn't have the key to my life. When you sell out to God, Satan doesn't have the key to your life. In other words, what I'm going to tell you, when you sell out to God, Satan don't control you. Now, the Bible is right. He'll come against you, but he won't prevail. Huh? The reason why they could not interpret the dream, because God gave Pharaoh this dream. Well, he's working it out through Joseph. See, what God does, he don't have to wait for the enemy to decrease. He can come right in the midst of an attack of the enemy so powerful and God can yet work things out and show you that yet he's in control. So, read. And then, then spake the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, mm -hmm. I do remember my faults this day. Stop. Underline that. What did, he, what did the cupbearer say? I do remember my faults this day. Wait a minute. Oh, I remember. Now, I'm not saying he, was, he, he, he didn't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Because <laughs> the Holy Ghost would bring all things back to your memory. <laughs> But it's the season now. 
the cupbearer, oh, praise Jesus, in his season said, man, I just remembered. Huh? Why did he do that? Because Joseph prophesied over his life and told him two, oh my God, two years earlier what was going to happen. Help me say when dreamers are hated. Do you not know, do you know why they're hated so much? Because when God gives a dream, you're right. Help me say showing up right. And you know when you're right long enough, folks start hating on you when you're right. Is that right? We don't tell folks, I told you so, because you start being hated, right? You just smile and praise God to keep moving, huh? Praise Jesus. He said, man, I just remember. See, see the timing of God? God kept that thing until it was time to be released. Huh? It was released in the cupbearer. And just and where was it released at? It was released in the company of the Pharaoh. Oh my, oh my God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh my God. It was released. Some, some things only will be released in the season that it was ordained to be released. See, some stuff can't be told right now to everybody. Some stuff you just got to keep because it's not to be released until God says release it. God spoke, he didn't know, to the cupbearer and told the cupbearer, release it. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Because why? I'm about to bring my son out. Release it. Oh, my God. Somebody put a praise on it. God's about to release something in your life. When God speaks release, my brothers and sisters already done. Come on and put a praise on it. Hallelujah. Hey, oh, cut out seat. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Oh, my time. I'm eating up my time. I'm eating up my time. Praise Jesus. Come on, give me some more. And Pharaoh was wroth with his servants and put me in, in, a, in war, ward in the captain of the guard's house. Uh-huh. Both me and the chief baker. Yes. And we dreamed a dream in one night. Uh-huh. And I and he, we dreamed each man according to the interpretation of his dream. Uh-huh. And there was there with a young with us a young man. There was a young man there. A Hebrew. A Hebrew. Oh my God. Servant to the captain. A young man. A Hebrew. Huh? A servant to the Wait captain. Wait a minute. A young man that's a Hebrew mm -hmm. in captivity. Yep. His brothers hated him. Yes. Wanted to kill him. Right. Sold into slavery. Huh? And he's about to leave the pit. Oh my God. And go to the palace. But look at the cost. Look at the cost of the anointing. Come and lay your hand on yourself and say, Sell. Look at the cost of an anointing. Well, somebody put a praise on it. See, somebody's not able to handle that. God is the only one that can take you through and bring you out. Our lives are full of twists and turns. And my brother and sisters, you got to learn to stay with God. I don't care how many twists and turns you have, it's impossible for you to fail in God. I got a few minutes left. Come on, read. Should be down to verse 13 now, right? And it came to pass yes. as he interpreted to us. Uh -huh. So it was me he restored unto mine office uh -huh. and him he hanged. Wait a minute. You restored me mm -hmm. and you killed the other one. <laughs> oh my God. Uh-huh. Now watch this one. Pharaoh sins for Joseph, right? Right. Uh-huh. Read. The Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. One called by God in a dungeon? Huh? And you really think that you're not supposed to have no trouble? You really think you're not supposed to go through anything? Oh, I'm saved and sanctified. I feel the Holy Ghost said, I shouldn't have to go through this stuff here. This man was called out of a dungeon. He was God's chosen. Were the chosen in a dungeon? Huh? Look at it. Who told you that you wouldn't go through? 
And you really want God to use you, but how many of you want to go into a dungeon? Maybe, you're, maybe for God to use you, you have to spend some time in the dungeon. Look at your neighbor, the neighbor. I wonder, do you have to spend some time in the dungeon? Oh, my God. You leave the dungeon to go to the palace. Oh, my God. This man, he went from the pit to the dungeon to the palace. Why? Because of an anointing. When dreamers are hated. Read. And he shaved himself and changed his raiment, raiment and came in, came in unto Pharaoh. Stop, 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 stop. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. See, when, when you represent God, see, this is what I got some problem with now, y'all. See, when you represent God, you got to look like you'll represent God. This man had to clean up. See, now we come to the Lord any kind of way. Huh? Even I say, do you not know when the Bible says, even when you fast and pray, wash your face, clean yourself up, right? And fast. You just get up. Ain't showered, ain't washed, did nothing. You just start fast. Clean yourself up. Come before God, clean yourself up. They cleaned him up. He had favor. And when they cleaned him up, he was a representative now. Because he told them earlier, only interpretation of a dream come through God. And if you find Joseph's life, every place that God allowed him to go, God was with him. But this early part of the life, he spent most of his time in a prison, in a dungeon. He wasn't free to do what he wanted to do. Huh? Read. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph. Is this verse 15? Yes. Go. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph. What he said? I have dreamed a dream. Uh-huh. And there is none that can interpret Nobody it. Nobody can interpret it. And I have heard say of thee. I, I listen. I, I I I heard about you. I heard about you. I wonder, has anybody heard about you? Huh? They can see what you're doing, but I wonder how many people have heard about you. I've heard about you. Read that thou canst understand a dream to interpret it. Uh huh. And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, "It is not in me." Wait a minute. This young man, if you notice, every twist and turn, he's giving God the glory. See, he didn't swell up because of what he interpreted was true. He keeps giving God the glory. He's giving God the credit. He stops everybody and says, listen here, I can't do nothing. Shouldn't we have that spirit of Joseph? You know, how many... Come and preach for me. Well, how was your last revival? I got eight folks saved. You did what? You did it? Sing us a song. Yeah. Sing me happy. I can't. How many times did I tell you? I said, we can't do nothing until he come. I'm going to just wait on. The, when he come, then he'll show up. So he said, listen, I, I, I got to close out. I can't do nothing. Read. But God will he give said, Pharaoh. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. See how strong that he was? Mm -hmm. He was strong in God and told the king, told Pharaoh, God's going to give you the answer. Right? Are you that strong and bold in God? Can you stand up in the midst of anybody and say, well, tell people what God's going to do? That's why if you don't believe what God's going to do, don't, when you open your mouth and start praying, if you don't believe what your lips are saying, stop it. You must believe what you're speaking with your mouth. You keep saying, claim, what is name it and claim it? You don't even believe that. You don't, you don't even believe it. You start believing what you're speaking out of your mouth. Joseph said, God told Pharaoh, God is going to give you huh, the interpretation. Right? Now watch this. You're going to get on the edge of your seat right now. Watch this. Uh-oh, I can't. 8 o'clock. Listen here. God bless you. May God smile upon you. I praise God for each and every one of you that stopped in with us tonight. 
I know I had to cut off, but I'm trying to keep the time. Listen, the lesson tonight we're dealing with when dreams, when dreamers are hated. And I may have to extend this a little bit more because we have a lot to feed you, to encourage you. You that have gifts, you that have uh, callings, you that God is using, you know, how to maneuver in the times that we're living in, huh? How to know God, praise God, in the midst of your dungeon experience. How to stay with God when your family even is hating on you and really wanted to kill him. How do you function in a dysfunctional world when dreamers are hated? May the Lord bless you and may the Lord smile upon you. Thank you for stopping in with living the word with Pastor Clay. Be blessed of God.